is nil, and so we face relegation. Oh, we were. League One minus ten, FA Cup semi-final, Southampton against Chelsea, Wembley Stadium. Semi-final day, and a break from our dismal Premier League campaign. It's a day that we can all dream that 11 players in red and white will put in a performance and throw all logic out the window and actually win a game against a team who are much better than us on paper. After all, we were 2-0 up against Chelsea a week ago and let's not dwell on the fact that 10 minutes later we were losing. I spent Sunday morning before we left thinking about how I felt about other showpiece games that we had had in the recent past. In last year's EFL Cup final, I felt that we were the underdogs but that we had a decent chance if everything went for us. In the JPT final, I knew that we were going to win. Going back further to 2003 against Arsenal, I knew that we'd be tough to beat, but that we were severe underdogs. And for the semi-final against Watford, I basically knew that we were going to win. Today, I have to admit, I don't even have a sneaky suspicion that we might win. I basically think we got no chance. So depressing has this season been so far. Mark Hughes has got to balance being competitive and resting some players, or so he says. Personally, I think he will pick his strongest possible side, as you would expect when you are a manager with only five, or by some miracle, six games left on your contract. Besides, I don't really see he has many options, unless he wants to play some of the players who clearly don't give a shit, like Buffal or Lamina. The drive up is mercifully free of traffic jams, and we were at the ground by 12.30, and a decent atmosphere is building. We sat down and did a bit of people watching. It is remarkable how many familiar faces you recognise who go wandering past into the ground and find a seat and we've struck gold being directly behind the middle of the goal 24 rows back perfect and so it should be for 65 fucking quid as an aside i'm a bit skint at the moment having been made redundant before christmas and struggling to find work since i'm very fortunate that my dad offered to pay for me and my son to come to the game as when i saw the prices i was seriously considering not going so thanks dad it actually amazes me that the FA are only charging a fiver for the programme. Surely they can rip off a few more punters by charging a tenner. Team news and two strikers with both Charlie and Shane in the starting lineup. The miracle is that Tadic has been dropped and the bloody Lamina is starting alongside Hoiberg and Romeo in what looks like a 5-3-2 formation. Not much creativity in that midfield, but I assume that the game plan is to dominate the midfield, get the ball out to the wing-backs who are both going to have to have huge games today and actually get forward and not play in a flat back five. The headline news from Chelsea is of course they have picked Olivier Giroud, so we're gonna to have to score at least once to take this to extra time. With the game about to start, I have a quick look around and there are plenty of empty seats in the top tiers, which is a complete indictment of both the shit season that we have been having and the prices. There are three empty seats directly in front of me, but as the game kicks off, in come three lads who I just know from looking at their back of their heads are gonna be complete arseholes. The club have left a complimentary flag for everybody to wave as the team comes out and of course that has already been and gone but the three knobheads are all still here waving their flags as the game kicks off on their own. I'm already wondering how I'm going to get through 90 minutes without giving any of them the benefit of my opinion. The ringleader and the one directly in front of me looks like a 5 foot 3 ugly shandy drinking version of Olivier Giroud so if any of them are going to get it it's going to be him. Away we go, and Austin appears to be playing deeper than long, but it's irrelevant for now, as Chelsea have the ball and pin us back. In the league game last week, Hazard was asleep in the first half, and then he came alive and ran the game in the second. The problem is, is that he looks up for it from the start today, and looks very threatening. He plays a 1-2 with Giroud before firing one just over the angle of post and bar. I don't think many appreciated how close that was. 
It wasn't as close as the next effort though. We actually have an attack of sorts and Romeo carries it forward and loses it just outside the Chelsea box. A quick break, Hazard gets it and he's gone with us trailing in his wake. He eventually feeds William on the right who cuts inside Bertrand before shooting over McCarthy off the bar and over. We managed to establish some sort of holding pattern afterwards and I find myself watching the clock a bit. We've made 20 minutes without conceding, now we've made 30 etc. We're not doing a thing going forward. When we get the ball and avoid the immediate attempts to win it back, we go sideways and whoever gets it is looking for a forward runner, but no one's making any runs, especially Lamina, who's playing on the right of the three of midfield. But he's not showing for Cedric to pass to at all and not getting ahead of him so the fullback can play it down the line. Hoiberg is bossing players about in midfield, making sure they hold their positions and trying to get Lamina to actually contribute anything. Pierre is a bit like a proper captain. He should be the captain. Bednarek has surprised me. He looks decent, calm on the ball and not afraid to get stuck into Giroud when the opportunity presents itself. As the half goes on, I begin to notice a problem and it's Martin Atkinson. Yellow cards start getting handed out and they're all to us. Can take and foul people at will and nothing is given, whereas every tackle we make is a booking. Mind you, Yoshida trashing through someone after the ball had long gone didn't leave him with much option, but every 50-50 is going their way. Half time. I'll take that, 45 minutes and we're not behind. My hope for the game was that we would still be in it at half time and we are. The game plan would have been to keep it tight and stay in the game and then try and nick something in the second half. So, so far, so good. It wasn't the most entertaining, but it will do. The Shandy boys have returned to eat their gourmet pizza, which they missed 10 minutes of the first half to go and buy. They spent some of the remaining time when they were actually in the ground, turned around the wrong way and taking selfies. Complete assholes. Away we go for the start of the second half and a ball forward from Chelsea. Hazard picks it out of the sky with superb control and finds Giroud in the penalty area. Lamina slides in, misses the tackle. Yoshida slides in, misses and Giroud twists past the flailing bodies of Cedric, Bednarek and McCarthy and pokes it into the net. For fuck's sake, how the fuck did we allow him to do that? Bastard. Well, we did know he was going to score at some point. I need to be more expansive was of course going to bring problems and straight away we lose it to Willian and he finds Hazard who curls one just wide of the far post. He's a wonderful footballer and you just have to admire it sometimes. We are getting a foothold now and have a great chance as Hoyt pings a good ball to Austin who steps over it and Shane just has Caballero to beat. Guess what happens? Instead of side footing it first time like 99% of strikers would have done, he tries to take a touch to go around the keeper and the touch goes straight out for a goal kick. That was shit. Real shit. It's like the Leicester clown's feet incident. The decision to try and do what he did was fucking ridiculous and only matched in its ridiculousness by the execution. He's put out of his misery soon after with Redmond and Tadic coming on for Shane and Hoiberg. Lamina has shown signs of life since half time but it doesn't sit well with me that he's still on and one of our best players is off. The two who have come on can be decent but more often than not are maddeningly inconsistent but with only half an hour reach they both seem keen to have an impact. We are pinning Chelsea back a bit now and Tadic picks it up on the left after a decent move, finds Redmond who breaks the tackle and smashes it from the edge of the box and it moves all over the place and I'm up celebrating the goal and Caballero somehow and incredibly luckily sits on it and it squirts off some part of his anatomy and goes wide. Fuck off. From the corner, Romeo heads it up in the air and it comes down on Caballero right on the goal line and with Austin in attendance, he drops it over the line and claws it out. It looks over the line. There's barely been a challenge by Austin for a microsecond. It looks like Atkinson has given the goal as he points to the centre, but no, with his other hand he's making exaggerated gestures and that's a free kick to the keeper. The main shandy boy thinks it's a good idea to pick up his flag and start waving it around. 
As he's older than seven and everyone is pissed off, it's not a good idea. A voice from behind me asking if the flag can be put down is enough for me. I didn't come here to look through your fucking flag. What we get next is another of the Shandy boys making witty comments along the lines of, we can't be enjoying ourselves, that would never do. So amusing, pricks. Anyway, you know that Chelsea are going to capitalise on the Austin escape and score, and they have a go with McCarthy making a decent save from Hazard, and then Hazard is at it again, firing over a cross, which Cedric lashes in the manner of a park player, rather than a European champion, and smashes it off Yoshida and out for a corner. We're too nice. Everyone should have been in Cedric's face, giving him a bollocking for what was an appalling piece of play. Gabbiadini is thrown on as Bednarek is sacrificed, and Morata is on for Giroud. And guess which sub has the greater impact? Pedro, another sub, puts over a cross from our left, and there's Morata with a free header at the back post to score a goal that we've seen many times this season. Hoyt appears to be trying to lean on Morata to manoeuvre him out of the way to allow the ball to go past, but he fucks it up and ends up doing nothing. We are keeping playing despite being 2-0 down, but some can't be asked. Lamina is in full walking football mode now, and Cedric again, rather than making a tackle or get in a position where he might have to take a tackle, smashes it anywhere straight across the pitch, and luckily it falls to Tadic. On it goes to Bertrand and a decent low cross, which is met by Austin beyond the back post, and his first time shot across the goal pings off the post and out. It's not happening. The game ends with all eyes on Eden Hazard as they should be. Firstly, he breaks and finds Morata, who beats McCarthy only for Hoyt to do really well to get it off the line. Then Hazard jinks in and fires a low cross, which Hoyt slices goalwards for McCarthy to smother. The good news is, is that the Shandy boys have gone home. Game over and we stick around and clap the players who can be bothered to come over. My personal applause are for about half of them. I'm not really disappointed as the result is more or less exactly what I expected and the game panned out more or less in exactly the way I expected it to as well. Tight first half, concede a goal, get some shit decisions off the referee, concede another goal, lose. It was all a bit predictable. As far as I was concerned, some players come out with some credit today and they were McCarthy, Bednarek, Yoshida and Hoyt. Hoyt will get some deserved stick for the Morata goal but overall I thought he was okay. It's a classic performance from a Saints centre half. Play well for nearly all the game and then a lapse every single game. Romeo battled hard in midfield and Hoiberg was very unlucky to be substituted. Austin tried hard and was our main goal threat as usual and Redmond was very good when he came on and was also very unlucky not to score. As for the others, well Cedric was fucking gash, as he always is, frequently wellying the ball anywhere and shitting himself any time an opponent went anywhere near him. Let's not forget that our European champion was up against a kid playing about his second game for Chelsea and he didn't try and impose himself on him once. He's a fucking waste of time. Bertrand almost totally failed to provide any attacking impetus down the left-hand side and looked like he was completely playing within himself. Jay-Z himself, Mario Lamina, was a fucking disgrace. It actually makes me angry that this useless fucker was selected to represent Southampton at Wembley. I was born in the city, I live here, and this is the team representing me, and we've got this guy representing me. Why not select someone why not select someone who it would actually mean something to, like James Ward-Prowse or Sam McQueen? For the first 45 minutes, Jay-Z just existed and did absolutely fuck all, didn't make any runs and may as well not have been there. He obviously got a bit of a bollocking at half time so for 20 minutes he tried but for the last 25 he just jogged about as if he was injured, only he wasn't. He doesn't give a fuck about you, me or anyone else who paid to go and watch him today. He doesn't give a fuck about the club, the city or any of his teammates who do actually care. He only cares about himself and his fanny and his brand and he's a complete fucking waster. Just to clarify, I like Jay-Z, the real one. He's brilliant at his job and deserves everything he gets, unlike the fucking arsehole wannabe playing for Southampton.
I bet Shane Long wishes he had some of Lamina's talent. If he had any of his talent, along with his own work ethic, then we would have a good striker on our hands. However, Shane was dreadful all day from the moment he started lashing balls over the bar during the shooting practice in the warm-up until when he left the field of play, having been mercifully substituted. If he can't hit the target in the warm-up with no defenders, why does anyone think he'll be any different when the game starts? I still think it was a good formation that was picked by Hughes, which was to try and give us more attacking threat than when we have played 5-4-1 recently. And the only thing I would have changed would have been picking Ward-Prowse ahead of that fucking arsehole Lamina. Despite having a solid midfield three, we didn't get a foothold in the game to provide any basis for getting forward. This was mainly because there were only two of the three who were prepared to put a shift in. With Bertrand basically playing like he's got the World Cup in mind, it was down to Hoiberg in midfield to be the one who would look to organise the team. He is one who I would be genuinely disappointed to lose in the summer. Hughes sacrificed the creativity, I lose that term loosely, of Tadic to get a second striker on the pitch and you can see the logic but it didn't quite work because of individual failings and attitude. Chelsea deserved to win the game. We rode our luck in the first half to keep them out when William hit the bar but the whole match was the Eden Hazard show. He was absolutely brilliant. I have a feeling he probably wants to move on from Chelsea and on to one of the huge European clubs but the way he's doing it is by playing as if his life depended on it unlike our players who want to move who are basically just killing time until the summer when they feel they will get one by default. It probably makes it easier to secure a move if your team's in the championship, so why bother? We all knew that Giroud would score today. I feel he got a bit lucky because he couldn't possibly have known where all the challenges were coming from, but to weave past four players and score in that type of space looks brilliant and fair play to the guy. We have to mention the referee Martin Atkinson and the mythical rub of the green which we never get against the big clubs. I thought Atkinson was dreadful in the first half, giving Chelsea every 50-50 decision and allowing Kante to foul people at will and get away with it. In the second half, he took it to a new level, failing to book Giroud for exactly the same offence that Yoshida had committed earlier in the first half. And then we had the controversy over the goal, not given to Charlie Austin. Because of the way games are refereed, I'm not remotely surprised that the goalkeeper got away with it. But when you see the replay, it is embarrassing that that can be given as a free kick. He barely touched him. The ball was over the line. And even though he had it available, Atkinson didn't look at VAR. Even if he had though, he still would have given the foul. So it's a moot point really. But at least we would have, at some level, felt like we got a fair trial and at least he had a look at it. Whereas we come away with thinking that the referee has just given all the big decisions to the big team. We were unlucky with Austin's shot that hit the post and we were also unlucky with Caballero's save from Redmond. To beat teams like Chelsea you need a lot of things to go your way and you need a strong performance from a referee and we didn't have any of that. Every time I go to Wembley I think the same thing. As someone who remembers the original ground and the Twin Towers and all the history that came with it, the walk up Wembley way to the ground was fantastic and that's just not there anymore. The whole outside of the ground is quite unremarkable when it's similar to other huge football grounds. To be honest, the Emirates at Arsenal looks better from the outside. I'm really not fussed about the arch either. I know it's the centrepiece of the ground, but it just seems like something someone thought was a good idea at the time. Where Wembley wins is once you get in sight of the pitch. But then you get the shandy drinking arseholes who are part of the reason why these big games can sometimes be a bit shit. People with no regard for other fans around them who think they are the funniest and most entertaining part of the day. Then we have the ticket prices. I sat in category B which was 65 quid for an adult ticket with the concession tickets that my son and my dad had being 55 quid each. That is ridiculously expensive for a semi-final. But as we were waiting in the queue at Wembley Park Tube, I was looking at Twitter and saw that the same ticket for the final will cost 115 quid. The FA are not fit for purpose. How dare they use the phrase, the magic of the FA Cup, in any advertising that they do. They have totally killed what was once the most prestigious cup competition in the world. There is no magic aside from in the early rounds. 
Once you pass those, there is just corporate greed. And contrary to what Gordon Gecko says, greed is not good. Greed will eventually kill everything. The FA have managed, for probably the first time in my football supporting life, to actually have the thought that in some ways, I'm actually glad we fucking lost. Also whilst in the queue, there was some gentle banter going on between Saints and Chelsea fans, and a group of Chelsea fans decided to chant about us going down. It's hardly news, lads. Of course we're going down. When we got to the platform, we were stood next to a family of Chelsea fans, mum and dad and four kids, aged from about five to 12. That'll be about 600 quid if you want to go and watch the final. On to the final four games of the season. Results went our way this weekend with Stoke failing to win, having led at home to Burnley, and Swansea getting smashed by Manchester City. Bournemouth at St Mary's is next, and this really is the point of no return. I can't see us winning this game, and I can't see us not losing to Swansea when it comes to a do-or-die relegation battle. We have too many players who just don't give a fuck, and I'm beginning to think that we will have a better chance if we just draw a line now under the players who wouldn't want to play for us in the Championship and don't pick any of them. We didn't think to replace Van Dyke. We once bought gems. We now buy shite. The black box sucked, and now we're fucked. We are Southampton. Nah.